the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. Thank you for listening and thank you for telling a friend. The No Focus Radio Hour is available anywhere podcasts can be found, including YouTube and your home smart speakers. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. That really does help others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Check out our site, nofocusradio.com, for exclusive content and to vote on Don's polls. Find us on social media. Our handle is at nofocusradio. And find the rest of our shows and podcasts at lightomindmedia.com. Oh, this is the No Focus Radio Hour, the number one independent podcast in the Central Valley. It's made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who miss the Central Valley, for those who long to live in the Central Valley, for those who miss Marty, stupid asso in the Central Valley. As always, we have our beautiful cast of characters. However, we are missing uh, one of our key members here. Yeah. Marty, stupid asso. What we do have with us, Eric. The doorman. I, I'm, I'm missing uh, Stu greatly right now. You know, the thing is, I, I heard he wasn't feeling too good. and uh, yeah. But then I also heard, did he eat at Uncle Buddy's? I wasn't oh sure. Oh, my gosh. Is that, that where he got the food poisoning? Well, isn't that part of the whole experience? I think it might be. <laughs> yeah. They do say it's like a hug for your tummy. Yeah, Maybe a, a little bit too strong of a hug. <laughs> well, he ordered the special colon cleanse meal. Oh, oh is yeah? that what yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, okay. That'll yeah. do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Uh, we also have with us as uh, he was gone last week, but he's back with us, Mr. Don Schlicks. It's good to be here. It's been a while. Uh, Max had a baby, yeah, and we had to yeah. put it on pause. But we're back. We're back. You didn't for last week when you were gone. You didn't eat at Uncle Buddy's, did you? You didn't get that. No, oh, no. Okay, just check. So I, have a, I do have a problem. I had Uncle Buddy's... Uh, Wait, but who are you? This morning. Oh, hi. This here, you guys know me. My name is Mr. Max DeBoss. Sometimes they call me Johnny Knobs. Because you... You guys know why, though, right? Because <laughs> oh I, <laughs> I control the volume. <laughs> uh, you know, friend of the show... Um, friend of the show, uh, Ray Appleton, loves that bit. Oh, really? That joke. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he? <laughs> and I remember doing it, and he was like, You guys are hilarious. I love the volume joke. <laughs> well, I don't know if he loved the singing. I, uh, he, his eyes were, were kind of rolling around yeah. there, I noticed, when, when we were singing. And that brings up, you know, a quick little side note here. Yeah. Maybe we were talking about this earlier. Should we keep in the singing or should we not keep in the singing? Now, yeah. Let, let me propose this. Here's yeah. what I say. I say yes. I mean, you know, it's kind of like a, new listeners might not quite understand that we're just kind of having fun and goofing around. They might think that we think we're serious musicians or right. something, you know, or vocalists. Sure. Here's what I think. I think we should have a poll for our listeners. Put up oh. a Don Schlick's poll. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Should we keep the uh, 
And it'd be simple, yes or no. Should we keep the singing in, yes or no? Yeah, you know what? I will. I'll put that in the in the poll. Go to the poll. That's at uh, nofocusradio.com. The second link, Don Schlick's polls. You're just gonna go there, and you're gonna at, you're gonna answer the question. You're gonna answer the question, which is: Should we keep in the singing, or should we not? I'll tell you why I was thinking not, though. Yeah, go ahead. It's because new listeners. I have a feeling that new listeners might be uh, the first time hearing it. They're gonna go, "Why are these guys so terrible?" What yeah, is up with them? Yeah. So, are, are, are they serious? And and I agree yeah. with you to that point because yeah, I have listened to our show and I'm kind of like sometimes I'm like oh, that's a little cringeworthy. All right, yeah, you know. Yeah. I, and, I, I and for listeners who know us, they know we're joking. Yeah. They know it's part of the. Fun. They know it's part of the shtick. But yeah. um, you know, you just, you just never know if somebody tunes in for the first time. I just want them to go. Well, these guys are good. Not. Gosh. And that's why we didn't do it today. As a matter of fact, when we right. uh, came in, came into the show, that's right. So, so. yeah, sh- uh, should the crew keep the singing? Intro singing. That's, yes. Um, keep the uh, intro singing. So that's on the polls. Check it out. There's going to be two answers: yes or no. Pretty simple. So make sure you uh, go uh, vote on the polls at nofocusradio.com. Um, I thought this was interesting. Here's a little... I just want to listen to this prediction, guys. Okay. This is an old school prediction here. This is from 20, 2020. Here we go. You guys might... Also, guess... if First person who guesses this voice wins. It's uh, an incredible thing that have, it's happened over the last few years. Bill Paxton. Things, and you're <laughs> paying like $2 Baldwin. a gallon for your gasoline. That's okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. You know what that's like? Rewind thing it. That okay, rewind it's it. happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? So, <laughs> that, so that's funny. I remember when that, and that happened. There was some articles, and I'll, I'll put the articles in the, um, the show notes here. Where people were like, that's insane. We will never. Like, he's exaggerating. That's yeah. crazy. He's lying. Yeah. He says six, seven, eight, nine dollars. And then they said, they're going to tell you to get rid of your car. Nine dollars. And everybody said, that is crazy. Yeah. Right? Here's an article for you. Just came out uh, June 3rd. Gas hits no. $10 a gallon in Mendocino County. Oh, my gosh. County. It's like eight dollars in San Diego. Yep. nine sixty uh. a gallon for regular. In Mendocino. There it is. That. There you well, go. And, and what do they say? If you don't like it, what do you do? That's right. You get rid of your car and buy yourself an electric buy vehicle. Buy an electric vehicle. Very simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was right. Wasn't he right? Isn't that crazy? That's I can't nuts. even. I can't, <laughs> I can't even fathom $10. Keep in mind, when I was in high school, I've said this before. I would fill up my car and still have money for, um, with a $20 bill, still have money for lunch. A $20 bill would now get me two gallons of gas. Wow. That's insane. Uh, well, you know, and, but, but this really isn't a surprise because if you go back, I mean, this is just Joe Obama presidency. This is yeah. the Obama presidency continued under, under uh, Joe Biden. That's true. Obama, ne- and Obama said in speeches back then that people would necessarily pay Huge amounts for gas, just like Europe is paying. Oh yeah, they were trying to to move move people off uh, uh, gas for a long time. They wanted to move everybody into electric into this green energy that's not proven. 
That's we've talked about it many times here on this show, and it, obviously the technology is not quite there yet. And but the, so this is just going along with their plans. Whose plan? I don't know. Yeah, and here's a, a here's plan. a little flashback for you. I we done this. We did this uh, uh, before. Um, once again, here's here's listen to this too. Listen to this. Right, this is Obama um, in uh, this 2011 or so. He had, 2011. Yeah, he wow. said. Uh, three years ago, the gas prices topped $4 a gallon. Working folks haven't forgotten that. It hit a lot of people pretty hard. So here's the bottom line. There are no quick fixes. There's no quick fixes. Oh, you mean like more production? So oh, like when Trump came into office and all of a sudden we were exporting so energy? Listen, and, right. So no yeah, quick fixes, nope, that's right? That's not quick. <laughs> listen to this new one. Here's now. This is from uh, June, June 1st. Um, here we go. Uh, Biden says, we can't take immediate action that I'm aware of. To how to figure out how we're going to bring down the prices of gasoline. Um, you can't just flip a switch. So <laughs> you can't? That not just pretty much the uh, same uh, answer right there. Yeah. Um, but, but purposely. I mean, th- this is not, we were talking about it earlier before the show. This is a purposeful, this isn't just like, oh, we're just making bad decisions. Yeah, I want uh, Americans, if you think that, oh, this is because this party or this administration is incompetent or they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. And very uh, political parties do everything with a plan. And what is the plan? The plan is to drive up the cost of everything yep. until yeah. American families can no longer be independent apart from the government. Yeah. They will come soon and give you money for your gas, give you money for your car, give you money for that. And as you accept money and as you grow more dependent upon the government, you will be more willing to give up rights and freedoms as long as they keep giving you the money you need to live. live. Yep. And, and that's how socialist governments take over and eliminate personal freedoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we, and we will, are on the brink of that. And yep. we, we will be all at the same level. There'll be no mm-hmm. climbing out of any class. You'll be at one level and that's where you're going to be. Right. Yeah. And I mean, once again, like, like, like a Don said, this isn't an accident, right? Like they keep on saying there's nothing we can do. Yeah. But this has been planned. I mean, this is years ago, years ago, 10 years ago, we had um, Obama's secretary of the department of energy. This is what he said in an interview. The gas prices should slowly be increased over the next 15 years in order to force people to turn to alternative energy sources. Quote, somehow we have to figure out how to boost the prices of gasoline to levels in Europe. At that time, gas prices were $10 a gallon. Yeah. They said Mm -hmm. that in 2009. Yeah. Over the next 15 years, he said. Yeah. How many years has it been since 2009? A lot of years. Almost 15 years. Almost 15, you're right. And the, the other thing is, we've talked about this a lot, and, and articles in, in, from non-conservative sites are also beginning to point out that we might be trading one econ, uh, environmental um, challenge uh, for much worse econ, uh, environmental challenge, and that is going from uh, gasoline to electric power, which Max has brought up, the mining of the minerals that are needed for the batteries. It's incredibly destructive to the ocean floors, um, to the people who mine them on Earth. Mm-hmm. The they're communities. Getting, the communities are getting sick. They're digging up the Earth. Uh, and uh, it's much more, they're much more scarce. Um, uh, 
what am I trying to say? Those minerals are much more scarce than oil. There's gasoline. a limited availability. Yeah, the limited availability. Not to mention that they're on. They're they're now being honest and saying we don't know what will happen to these batteries once they stop mm-hmm. holding the charge. And yeah. they have a plan, and this is their plan. Well, once they don't work in cars very well anymore. Ooh, we got some jets flying yeah. over the studio uh-oh, right we're, now. We're being under. Uh oh. Yeah. Did you guys know they Those filmed the jets, uh, the, the new Top Gun movie? A lot of it at the Lemoore Air Base. Yeah, we're. Uh, Did they really? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what I was saying was the scarce minerals um, and and the fact that the batteries, the plan that they've come up with is take your battery when it stops when you can only go forty miles in your car, uh, yeah. take it out and we will use it to power other things. Okay, and then when that runs out, we will use it to then power small things for a while, like emergency lighting in buildings. Mm. Okay. Right. Is that what all and these then, Tesla power walls are, get, are powered by? Do we know? I don't. I mean, those are just supposed to store energy from your solar panels. Yeah, but I mean, are those like old batteries from the cars maybe? No, they're just big, giant, same sort of batteries. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but then they admit at some point when there's no longer anything this battery can do, They'll try to recycle it, but there's no they they don't know how. Yeah, so at this burn. point, yeah. So what they've been doing with batteries since the beginning of time, they just burn them. Yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll post this here's an. I mean, this is from Mother Jones, mind you, which is like a super liberal uh, newspaper. I mean, I don't even it's a newspaper. It's uh, I don't know, yellow journalism, I guess. Um, uh, Mother Jones, here's an article I'll post in the show notes. Solar panels are starting to die. What will we do with the megatons of toxic trash? The solar e-waste glut is coming. Mm. And keep in mind, that if only is, anybody had seen that. That is not <laughs> from any sort of, um, I mean, it's the exact opposite of a conservative uh, um, uh, news or journalism. Uh, well, I'd like to go source. back if I could, because this is all relating. We talked about the gas prices and, and the um, inflation and how it's all been designed uh, for a purpose. Um, I think you can look at California as a whole. It's becoming a failed state. People are leaving. Uh, people can't afford to live here. San Francisco was the first example. Um, people fled that city at a greater rate than anything. And then you, the same thing, you might look at that and be like, these people have just bad policies. They're just dumb. No, again, it's on purpose. Yeah. Um, California is short energy. Um, what was it, Max? 30% or more? Yeah, 30%. So essentially yeah. 30% of homes. We don't have enough power to power 30% of our homes. Over 4.5 million um, of our 14 million homes and in then, California. So California turns around and, and does what? Put more electrical, um, sustainable electricity in place? You would imagine. Right. But no, they, they're, they're now going and doing the biggest dam destruction project in the yeah. world. And if you want to see those guys, listen to the last show. Uh, we got the notes in the show notes. We talk all about it. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, those dams have been used to, to generate electricity. Well, they, they turned around and said, you can't, the uh, uh, hydroelectric electricity doesn't count as uh, renewable energy. So, so these, they're like, okay, let's tear them down. So California's going to have less energy. Mm-hmm. Their solution to solar panels um, does not generate enough energy. Yeah, you talked about that on a, on a show in the yeah, past, too. It takes millions and millions of solar panels to generate yeah. any amount and of And the solar panel life is, what, 10 to 15 years? Yeah. 
they start degrading almost immediately. So, yeah. so, and here we are with an article speaking about what are we going to do with all this waste? And in the meantime, we're talking about, you know, to produce these solar panels, there's uh, these limited amount of, of minerals mm-hmm. that they're mining. So. And well, well, what I was going to get to is you would think, oh, man, these guys are just dumb. They can't see. Like, they're doing it on purpose. The purpose is to prove that local government and even state government doesn't work. So Papa federal government is going to have yeah. to come and rule all the states, right? So we get to an autocratic, authoritative government where the, whoever the person in charge of the White House can tell everybody yeah. what to do. Because obviously your, your city government failed and your state government failed. So we have to now come in and rescue you. It's just pushing power more and more up to, until it's going to reach this peak of one person or one you know party consolidating consolidating the power the power to the top right? yeah it's on purpose yeah yeah good points it's, good uh, points it's not it's not great and you know somebody uh this kind of leads in a little bit you know we got some elections coming up some big california yeah, elections yeah i don't know the person i i'm a big fan um this man named michael schellenberger we've talked about him on the show a bit um michael schellenberger he's running for governor running for governor he's an independent um he wrote uh, one of my uh, a great book uh, called Apocalypse Never, which is um, it's all about the environmental alarmism and how it hurts everybody. Yeah, it's actually I think that's the title. Uh, Apocalypse Never: Why Environmental Alarmism Hurts Us All. Now keep in mind, Michael Schellenberger was not a um, a conservative person most of his life. Right. In fact, I don't even know if you'd still call him conservative. Michael Schellenberger was but was a, he more like a classic liberal? He was, but he was also, I mean, he was a... He was uh, on, on on board with climate change and the dangers of it yes. and okay. alternative energy, and then he started to research it. He's a very smart man. Mm. Yeah, so his whole thing was he actually believes that there are power issues, you know, and, that, and there's climate sure. issues. He's big into that. In fact, he was, um, if I, I can find the award he got... Um, he was like the Greenpeace person of the year. Um, like he was very, um, very, very active in that community. Very he was, he was highly regarded. Yes, yes, thank you. Highly regarded. Yes. But his whole thing was, but if that, if we really believe in this, then why aren't we doing things like um, a hydroelectric or geothermal or nuclear energy? If we really believe in it, so we yeah. started digging in and started saying, guys, we have to do. Um, we have to solve this. We problem. have to solve this yeah. problem. But what have we been talking about? Oh, yeah, here we go. These, problems, these problems are designed. He was to give named a Time Magazine given power. Hero of the Environment in 2008. Wow. Received the Green Book Award from the science journalist John Horgan. Um, I mean, that's who he is. And then he started saying, well, let's actually fix it. Let's do these things. And then they threw him under the bus and they <laughs> called him a, um, you know, a psycho and everything else. So now all of a sudden, well, he didn't go along. He didn't go along with with the uh, the power structure there, right? right? He wasn't uh, touting the uh, yeah the right talking points. He also is big on um, to help save the world. He calls himself an eco modernist. He believes that we should use nuclear power and urbanization, right? Instead of like, which is the opposite of what a lot of these people believe. Um, so he is running for governor, and I'm really, really, actually, kind of excited for him. Um, excited about some of the things that he's running on. His issues are pretty awesome. So for instance, homelessness, he's, he actually makes sure to say, California spends more per capita on homelessness than any other state and has the worst outcomes. 
The number of homeless in California has increased 31%, even though the rest of the U.S. has declined 18%. And we spend, Interesting, really? And we spend more money on homelessness than any other state. You know why that is, though? We've talked about it in a previous podcast because uh, uh, the other states are just shipping people here. Yeah, it says right bus here. Ticket. Because <laughs> Governor Gavin Newsom invited them to come There here. you go. <laughs> Oh, I'm laughing, but it's so sad. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's I'm on disgusting. purpose. He's proving that his it's on purpose. local government, state government, can't solve any problems. People can't solve problems. Only the big boy, yeah. man in power, can solve all our problems. Yeah. So he's also he's big on uh, you know reasons of crime or crimes out of control. He said California cities are failing to enforce the law. Radical left defund the police activists have demoralized the police. Gavin Newsom is failing to protect our children and citizens. Yeah, the police can't fill jobs anymore. Nope. Nobody's applying. Have you seen Nobody, the signs, all quitting. the bill, bill, billboards all over Fresno? No. A higher opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Really? Fresno PD, I mean, they just need I'm kind of thinking, of, well, that would kind of be a cool, I might do it, join law enforcement. I would if I could get through, like, uh, boot camp training or whatever. You, you could get do. through it. Yeah? Yeah, because I don't think you'd be, they wouldn't put you, like, out on the street as a, as a, you know, like I think there's different jockey. jobs. Yeah. You could be like the PIO. Like, we could be detectives, yeah. Max. No, that's what I would love to be, but you can't. You have to work your way. You have to be yeah, yeah, it's many years. If yeah, I you know. could just become a detective, I would yeah. have done that 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, you, you could just become be like Batman. You could be your own detective. Yeah, exactly. Be, <laughs> don't have to go through all the... He's big on education, right? He says 30% of public children, school children in California, only 30% are proficient in math. Less than 50% are proficient in reading. Um, the what? reason is obvious. Teachers, unions, and elected officials forgot that schools are supposed to be first and foremost for educating children, not coddling adults. <laughs> so um, yeah. he wants to work for children and their parents, not the unions. Also, of course, big on energy, water, and housing to actually do smart things about it. So, and he says, look, well, abundant and cheap energy is easy to get. Yes. We know how to do it. We're doing opposite of the, what we need to well, like do. Like you said, there's an agenda in place, and mm -hmm. they're following it to the T. Mm -hmm. There is energy. Is There are ways to do cheap energy. There are ways to recycle. There's ways to renew that are actually – that would make a, a dent in this, that mm -hmm. would actually be positive. But they don't – they don't make a lot of money off that. Right. And there's no control. There's no way to really control all Did that Did you yet. talk about the ESG scores? Oh, we've talked, talked about, about it that. a bit. Yeah. 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 So if you... If well, it's you, funny that he... Sorry to interrupt, but it's funny that, that he's this way, and then another person, Elon Musk, is kind of turning a little bit now. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and starting to say stuff like this, too. Yeah. Um, I think there are certain people that... You know, especially on the left, that weren't necessarily this progressive right. leftism, but they were. You know, they were just liberal. They're not socialists. They're not socialists, mm -hmm. and they're seeing that this thing is going. You know, they're seeing it now. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, these aren't working. The it, liberals used to the were the party that um, celebrated free speech. Yeah, at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even if it was offensive, well, it's free speech. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. That and was that, their and line. Colleges, colleges yeah. was the bastion of that freedom. Mm -hmm. Of that, right? Like you go in there, and that's supposed to be. The, and now, if you go in there, and if it's you exactly if the opposite, Ben Shapiro or somebody else are throwing bricks at you, and it's like, yeah, go ahead and do it. The colleges mm -hmm. are letting them do it. So yeah, they're shutting down free speech. It's exactly the opposite. And now it's the Republicans who are trying to defend. Free speech yeah. and can't and get rid of cancel culture. Some, you know, and that's yeah. the problem. It's some. You know, it's it's like these these uh, checker pants or what do they call them? You know, these guys that have been there for years right. and years and are just they're they're, they're basically just, the same team. They're just well, different. And that's the problem with lifelong politicians is it's all it becomes politics. 
attract people, not everybody, but attract people who like power, like being in control. And those people who are doing it for that reason, they do anything to remain in power, stay in power. And that involves making, you know, uh, deals and, right. uh, you know, going back on your values so that yeah. some other senator from other the other party, whatever, can keep you in power. And, and so that's why you see a lot of the high up leaders uh, when you would expect them, like, why aren't you doing anything about this serious problem that's going on? And 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 they don't say anything, right? That's yeah. that's why they yeah. they want to hang on. Or it's like I power. would never, I would never vote for universal health care. I would never mm-hmm. vote for Obamacare. And then all of a sudden, oh, I guess what I, I decided to vote for <laughs> right. it because it just makes it makes sense. Uh-huh. It just makes sense. Well, like here's something that's kind of interesting, right? So Gavin Newsom, he is pushing for all electrical. Um, you know, cars, all that sort of stuff, right? Yes. But you have to, here's something that people don't really realize is people start thinking that, yes, uh, it's all electrical, but that's electrical on on the consumer end, right? Where the electricity comes from. We've talked about that. That's the biggest issue. If you actually wanted to solve it, you would solve where the electricity comes from. Yes. Gavin Newsom, his fortune is from the Getty Oil family. Right, so he is part of the oil family, and something that if you look at is that his entire career is owed to the Getty Oil fortune. So as he is taking out our nuclear plants, guess what we are doing more and more of? Well, look at this: using just... more and more fossil fuels. So he's actually making more money. Electricity has gone up seven times in price since he took over, and we're wow. using more fossil mm-hmm. fuels. Wow, more fossil fuels and. Uh, in 2019, when he won, uh, became governor, he cut in half the fire, the forest fire fighting budget. Yeah. Uh, what's one of the major problems in California? Mm-hmm. Our, our yearly forest fires. He right. cut that in half. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I just saw, wait a minute. How can that be? Because I just saw a commercial of him walking through the woods and talking about how the forests yeah. are, are so regenerative and and uh, he cares for them so much, and that you know he's such yeah. a. They they really they do they they do the uh, they play these games. It's like the sure. Wizard of Oz, right? He's saying that electrical, 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 but it's just on the consumer end. People don't realize that we're using more and more fossil fuels than we ever have. We're using more than we ever have, yeah. Because in order to generate to power- electricity. These we're cars. Just, yes, we're just using Making more, more oil. And all these and all these other things. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. That's what it, exactly what it is. When you're using gasoline to power your car, your car is making its own power. Right. Right? When you're using electricity to gas to to power your car, more oil is needed to generate the electricity mm-hmm. that your car uses. Right. Because right? it's so, not just generating it, they have to transport it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things involved in it. A lot. Uh, so, and then plus two, we've done shows where it talks about at the end of life of an electrical vehicle compared to a gas powered vehicle, which one is actually more of a pollutant. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're at this point, gas powered cars there. Uh, I just read this and I wish I, was it in this book? I don't think it was. It was in an article I was reading on, uh, in car and driver, I think, uh, since 1982, um, cars today are 96% cleaner than they were so yeah that i mean they've come such a long way they're more fuel efficient they let out way less emissions 
I've seen that in my lifetime, Eric. Do you remember driving to Los Angeles and you couldn't even see downtown oh, yeah, from the five because yeah. it was just orange haze yeah. everywhere? Yeah, that's not. It's not like that anymore. You know, we have improved uh, the environment over the yes. last 30, 40 years. You know, with the technology that we've um, kept working on and making better and better and better. Now we want to scrap that and start over with this new technology. Uh, we're at we're at square one with and. It, it might be, well, they're saying, actually, they don't even hide the fact that it will be worse for the environment. They just say, in the short term, they don't yeah. give you a date, but in the short yeah. term, it will be worse for the environment. But eventually. And, know, and, mm-hmm. and not the environment and, and the people also. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about the pocketbooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they say it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Transition's going to hurt, but we've got to do it. Well, who's got to do it and why are they doing it? That's, Here, these are the questions. Here's an article from J.D. Power, right? Um, because gas vehicles are so much cleaner now. This is a study done by, here it is, um, I'll tell you who did it. Argonne National Laboratory in Chicago developed a model for a study. It took thousands of parameters into account to perform an environmental assessment of EVs. The Argonne greenhouse gases, regulated emissions, energy use and technologies. It considered everything from the type of metals in an EV's battery to the number of plastics used to build vehicles to measure the overall impact of a vehicle on the environment. And guess what? EVs are not cleaner than gas vehicles by default. There you go. You have to there use them go. for a, so many years in order to actually make them any better than a gas vehicle. And most batteries so, don't last that long. Not even yeah, close. If you bought a there. Nissan Leaf five years ago, you, well, your range has dropped by like 50%. Okay, already. but we talked about this on the last show and you weren't here, Don. But all, uh, Max brought up that they were they could make batteries out of spent rods oh yeah right nuclear that would run for how long it was like i can look it up it was like sixteen thousand years yeah something sixteen thousand like years you could actually put that in there you'd never have to fill up your car nuclear powered cars nuclear power car so there is there are options mm-hmm. you know that's the thing but they can't control them there's no money to be made mm-hmm. but you could do it and that would be super clean for the environment right, right? You know, you never have to charge up your car. You well, there's always that forever. follow the money, right? You always say, like, if you want to yeah. find out, you follow the money. You know who's gotten the most rich off of this? This whole turn towards... Well, I'm sure all the progressives... Uh, Al Gore, the one who came oh, out with Al the movie Gore. all those years ago. I was say, you're saying Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Uh, who else is involved in all this? Biden's family, mm-hmm. I'm sure. He's making a ton. Obama. The Carries. You know. Oh, man. I oh Carries. Can't. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, John Kerry. The Heinzes. It's really disgusting. Well, it is because there are here are there there are really practical solutions and, yeah. and available and easy solutions that we can do right now. That if people really wish, listen, I think. And why did they turn on Michael Schellenberger? Because he knew, he understood the solutions, and it, like he, he said, saw the light. If they were really concerned with the environment, this is what they would should do. Why did they not want to? Because they're making money off of this. Yeah, doing the solutions to solve this problem would hurt them financially. But in the meantime, the problem is they're making money, but they're willing to destroy America's economy. They, they're doing exactly what they America's claim to middle class yeah, not be doing. They're destroying everything that that this country was built on, and they don't care. They're just going to make their money, right? Yeah. So yeah, well, you know, here's the funny thing. Now, kind of to transition a little bit. You know, they keep, you're talking about, you know, they're, they're doing this. Uh, you know, oh, Max found these pictures. You can oh, look at New York see. City from 73 to 2013. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be working. It doesn't seem to be working, but, but, my but I'll point- show you. Uh, this is actually from the EPA. Right, here look at go. that. Oh, look no at way. That. No it's way. an orange haze in 1973. No you can't even see through it. Yeah, and that, yep. 
So and now it's crystal clear today. Yep. Actually, that was you. 2013. I'm sure it's even it's more even clear. Clearer now. Yep. Um, and what, what site is this? Uh, this is from EPA.gov. I'll put it in the show notes. Oh, look. No, I was wrong. Uh, 99%. Compared to 1970, it's 99% cleaner. I said yeah. 96. Wow. I undersold it. Yep. So it's literally completely, it's almost completely clean. Um, is incredible. So wow. yeah, uh, and I'll once again I'll put this in the put this in the show notes. It's from the EPA.gov history of reducing air pollution from transportation in the United. And this States. is where this is um, a good example of how a government and private companies can work together. Sure. Right? Government identifies this issue. We got to make it cleaner because private. Companies, Toyota, whatever, they're interested in making money, of course. Yes, right? corporations. So sure. if they can get away with it, they'll make their cars as cheap as possible and whatever and, and get as much profits out. So the government comes in and says, no, you have to make your car this clean. Okay, I'm fine with that. If, they're, if, the, if the company can adapt and adjust, which they've shown they can, they're making better cars, better for the environment, better for yeah. us. They go further on a gallon of gas. You know, it's, it's a win-win. Um, but now we're to the point they're trying to eliminate this technology that works well, very because, well. Well, because what you said is, what, yes, that's how it's supposed to work. But now that we have this corporatized government, mm -hmm. right, where it's like they're working in unison for one goal, mm -hmm. which is to move whatever goalpost wherever they want it to mm -hmm. make the most amount of money for themselves. And power. And that's how yeah. it is. And, and that goes to all these, we've talked about these companies before, like these investment groups, Black, BlackRock, yeah. Blackstone, all yeah, these guys yeah. that do all that, and, and they're all connected. They're all mm -hmm. interconnected. They all own everything. And then yeah. they go to these meetings. I mean, we've talked about these other these meetings, and we just got done with the Davos, and I guess Bilderberg is happening right mm -hmm. now. Um, so they go to all these meetings, and they set out their plans, and they're all in unison, you know, certain elites mm -hmm. that are chosen uh, to do this. But it's not for the greater good. No, it's, it's for their for good. It's for their good, mm -hmm. and that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, because listen, as 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 an average Joe myself, listen, I would do. I I do think we have an, an impact on the environment. There's no way that we can live on here without having an impact. And I think that we can have a positive impact. And I think there are things. Well, that people we, would argue that, that humans do. already improve the environment more than they hurt the environment, mm -hmm. right? We're planting trees. Yep. We're taking care of species of animals. We're looking out to clean the oceans. Yep. We're, well, here's, you know, here's here's the thing. You know, it's like I don't mind doing recycling if recycling really works yeah, they don't do anything if, it's if, been if they fake take, if they take all the trash and dump it in one spot but mm -hmm. i have to put it in five different containers <laughs> and not only this but there was another we won't get we'll get into another show but they've also brought up that fresno is now going to have people now that i guess i got to pay people make more jobs they're going to have people from the city go through your trash to make sure mm -hmm. you're putting it in the right spot and then to leave yeah. little notes which always leads to what fines fines yep. exactly so, yeah, and this is my favorite, right? We do money, all of money, that. Money. We do all of that. And according to, according to the United States, a former EPA regional administrator, she's the one who wrote this, right? Um, we have less than 5% of what we put in our recycling bins get recycled. Is that specific to plastics? Wow. This is all plastics right yeah. now. So plastics is a joke. They can't recycle plastics. They literally cannot. And so I'll tell it's just you, the technology is not there to recycle? Well, is that I'll, what they're saying? I'll, well, I'll tell you the truth. Here's the truth. And she'll talk. She talks about it in here. It's all the different types of plastics. Because you have to melt down plastics that are exactly the same. Mm. And, I, and here's a little inside baseball that people probably don't want to hear. But the truth is, almost all of our plastics come from China. Right? 
Okay. And uh, personal experience, um, we were working with a specific uh, manufacturer of some goods in China to get, because we had to get um, for, for a customer of ours. And we said, hey, we need this to be like LDPE number four, which is like a type of plastic. Uh, we need it to be recyclable. Okay. He said, yeah, no problem with that stamp on it. I said, no, 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 but we, we need it to be because we want it to be legitimately uh, recyclable. He said, okay, which number do you want me to put on it? Like, <laughs> they literally don't care. You have no idea. They'll what just it, stamp any number that you request. So wow. once you get it here and then you try to go actually recycle it, you can't because you have like this article talks about you have high density polyphenols, you have polyvinyl chlorides, you have low density polythylenes, you have polypropylenes, you have polystyrenes. They all have to be recycled. They have to be completely separate. And you can't because you never know what stuff is actually made. Because it looks the same to the human eye and it feels the same mostly. And and obviously, even if it's made out of one thing, they can stamp it a different thing just to pass. Right, that's what they do. Exactly. So imagine getting like a single meal, like a a fast food meal. This article talks about it. In that meal, you might have a fork made out of PET1, a spoon that's made out of HDPE number two, um, a clamshell lid that's made out of LDPE number. You can have like 15, 16 the different types of plastics yeah. wow. inside that. So let's say you put that all in your blue bin from one meal. There's no way to even recycle that. So yeah. it's, it's impossible. It's not, it's not, yeah. So it's, it's a wash. It's not going to happen. Not gonna but happen. in the meantime, the city now wants to come out and, and they're going to prop open your can and go mm-hmm. through it and say, well, guess what? You didn't rinse out your plastic. Oh, thing. that's what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what they're. Yeah, there's. Oh, yeah, you have to rinse uh, there's out. a yep. new article about it. We'll get into it in another show, but uh, I, I didn't put up the article. But uh, yeah, so they're going to start doing that. So see, now that's hitting in the local, and then what? So so already we're paying, you know, close to what six dollars a gallon, seven dollars a gallon for gas right now, mm-hmm. and then the city is going to post little. That's what I mean. It's just all these little fines, every little thing. Money, and by money, the way, how money, much water money. will it take if we all start rinsing everything out? Well, that's the other question. <laughs> that's exactly. The, that, exactly. Are we not in a drought yeah. right now? Are we, we're not in a drought. So, so, I mean, you know, people, I think in general, listen, I'm a very, I'm a very uh, uh, environmentally conscious guy. I don't want to go out there and I'm not going to be polluting right. the environment, you know, and say, screw it, I don't care, and throwing my trash out the window down of course the freeway. Not. Yeah. You know, I would do things, but if things are going to actually work, if mm-hmm. there's solutions, not just something for some company to make money off of, and then they just go dump it on a barge, and then they send it over to China and burn it, and then right. it's right back in the atmosphere. It's right. ridiculous. Well, and that's what we talked about, the ESG scores. The companies that own a lot of those, you know, they're lakes, but their, their purpose is to generate hydroelectric. They move water from one lake yeah. down to the other and yes, back yes. and forth, and it produces energy. Yeah. Well, they were told this is no longer considered clean energy so or renewable energy, so... It won't count toward your um, ESG scores, right? And then yeah. so all of a sudden they're like, well, then screw it. We're just going to stop doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do whatever, gonna, you know. They're yeah. ripping out the dams. We'll do whatever counts for ESG. So they're going to put up more. Well, and that ESG is just a it's just a bogus system. So they, it's more control yeah. is all it is, right? I mean, Elon alluded to that, even though too bad he didn't come out and say that how bogus it is. He just kind of said they threw me out. Right. And it's nonsense because I'm more ESG than Chevron, but. Yeah, so, you know, the funny thing is, though, kind of the transition here. We're talking about all this, and um, the lies are getting such, though. There was an article I, I put up here. The lies are getting so bad, they can't remember. These politicians can't remember what they're talking about, right? Right. So we have an article here about Gavin Newsom was talking to a group. And this was a little while back, but he, I thought it was kind of funny. He's talking to a group, 
And he made a comment about how a man could not get pregnant. It's about the abortion debate, right? Yeah, it's the abortion, you're right. It's an abortion debate, and he was talking, and he's trying to make a point. He's all, you know, men cannot get pregnant. If men could get pregnant, this wouldn't even be a conversation because the, all men would want abortions. And now the trans community, mm -hmm. right, is they're after, they were after his head, uh -huh. right? And then I think he went into hiding after that. <laughs> it's Halloween again. So the, this I can't is the come out. Thing. They're lying so much, they can't even remember. <laughs> they can't even remember. Uh, yeah, I think he went on vacation after this for a couple weeks. Yeah, and keep that. in mind that literally just a month before that, he had said, it's not just women who can get pregnant. And that, that was a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. This was just like the other debacle he had where he was calling the, the he couldn't call out gang members. Remember when the, the train tracks? There? Oh, yeah, yeah. This and looks like, like a oh. third world country. What, uh, yeah. All these gang members. Wait, no, I mean uh, people that just need uh, <laughs> items off a train. <laughs> He's sitting there trying to edit himself. Because that's a, they they have created this world where they can't even speak about no. their own things anymore. No. It trips them up. I think I thought it was pretty funny. I, I think this that's is a, pretty great. Yeah, it, it's and it's really getting that way to, with all these guys. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So we talked about some cars. We're talking about stuff like that. We're talking about elections. Uh, this is just kind of an interesting one. Um, Speaking of elections, and it's uh, interesting for a couple of reasons, mainly because the BBC calls this drink driving. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Nancy, is that the term they use over there? I guess. In, uh, in Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, arrested for drink driving. Um, yeah, suspicion of uh, drink driving in California. He was driving his Porsche, uh, you know, because public servants get those Porsches, mm -hmm. of course. Multi-million dollar public servants. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. well, husbands of public servants. You know, there's a difference here. He's not... And I think he was driving around his private, uh, around his from his private vineyard or something. Yeah, they right? have a vineyard in Napa, in Napa yeah, yeah, and winery. Yeah, yeah. like now, Newsom does. The story supposedly there was a jeep involved in this accident, right? Yeah. And I don't know. There's a couple of different stories where supposedly the jeep hit him. Now he hit the jeep. Nobody seems to know. It's all convoluted. But we do know for sure. Nancy came out immediately and said, "Well, I can't comment because I'm on the East Coast. I have no idea what's going right, on." Right, of course. There. So she threw him under the bus. And it's uh, yeah, it says he tried to cross a state road in Napa at four uh, in the morning. Right, four in the morning, and was hit by was hit. Uh, yeah, was driving a twi uh, was hit by a jeep because he. Crossed over without looking at, at anything. Um, but so they he, did test his blood alcohol, and it was way over the legal he, limit. He was way yeah. over the legal limit. Out at 4 in the morning. Why are you out at 4 in the morning? I don't know. I understand you have a winery. You live in a vineyard. You might be drinking some wine. Okay, but what are you doing and getting in your car and driving at 4 in the yeah, morning you, when you're you can't drunk? can't afford. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to save a couple of bucks and not get a driver, <laughs> or you don't want anybody to know you're out at 4 in the morning. What's the real reason here? Yeah. What are the Pelosi's worth, uh, worth now? That's a good question. Multi, they're they're multi-millionaires, right? Oh, I'm sure. And that's, I mean, what are they actually nothing. worth? Mm -hmm. Or what are they? Uh, 135 million. Oh, nothing to see here, folks. Yeah, that's, that's what just saying here. That's just public. Her salary is $200,000 a year. Wow. And so anybody who makes $200,000 a year would obviously be able to be, they've, they've be worth $135 million. She saved and been really good with um, her money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they $135 They're recycling the right cans <laughs> and never been fined. She owns a $50 million in real estate, just in oh. real estate. Oh. Um, so that's pretty cool. How, how much of an investment's here? No insider trading, trading here, uh, right? Investments, they can't even tell us that much. At least $15 million in Apple stock. 
uh, <laughs> at least 15 million in electronics companies. Wow. But the rest is uh, nobody really knows. And that mm. was uh, yeah, 20, uh, 135 million. And by the way, she makes Nancy Pelosi. You're wondering how much does Nancy Pelosi make? You're well, like, we said her salary. Well, Don, Don, I think, alluded to it, yeah. $210,000. Right, $210,000. However, A year. A year. However, they say that in total, based on everything else that she does, um, and if I can find Are you talking about this, with investments and everything? Speaking at school. Investments, or, speakers. Oh, speaking. She makes about $1 million a month. To speak? $1 million a month. She to makes, go somewhere and talk? Yeah. Makes $12 million. Uh, to have an appearance on The View? Wasn't she just on The View not mm-hmm. too long ago or something? Yeah, and I'll post that. That's or no, from, it was uh, that Mass Singer or some one of those shows. Our, that'll be in our show notes if you want to want to vet me. Here. Wow. What well, let, let, what kind of career? Yeah, let's see what career choices she made. Man, I've been on the wrong path here. Yeah, you got to become a public servant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surprised you didn't know that. And yeah. then just push the Green New Deal. Yeah. Okay, we're going to we're gonna take a quick break. Yes. We're going to come back. We have a lot to talk about. We have Eric's accident, Accidental Car Show. We got Luna's. We got a whole bunch of good food things. We got new sandwich shops are coming. We got to talk about the craft house. I want to talk about Cafe Midi. I want to talk about a McDonald's that's covered in roaches. Yeah. We got. Do they charge extra for this? So much to talk about. That's green energy right there. Yeah, with the bug. Pure protein. We're going to eat bugs. All right, guys. We'll be right back after a word from a future sponsor. Hey, everybody. This is your host, Max DeBoss, Johnny Gobbs. Johnny Nobbs? What's my name? Johnny Nobbs. I wanted to talk to you about a little thing that I bought because I wanted to support this company. I saw this on a show that I like to watch called Shark Tank. This is a little company. It's called the Chill and Reel. They hand make these um, in, uh, I believe, Oklahoma. And this is a really cool little device. So what this is, is if you're a casual fisher, right? You like, you like going out, you like fishing, yeah. right? You're big on fishing, but you, you like fishing because you like to um, have a beer, have yeah. a drink, and hang out. But it's kind of a pain, That's what right? fishing's about. It really is. Yeah. It really, catching a fish is just, that's a nice perk. Yeah. yeah. It's not a, big, not a big deal. So the chillin' reel is a little uh, drink koozie, cozy, however you want to pronounce it, right? You put your little can... Ooh, nice. I'm seeing you slide yeah, the can in there. the can in right here. And on the side is a fishing reel. Oh, right? nice. What you do is you take your fishing reel, you attach the weight, the hook, right, the whole deal, and you're out there fishing, and you cast, you cast your line. Out. Yeah, cast I, your line, I right? see you casting it and out there. And then every time you drink, you just kind of reel it back in. Reel it oh, in a nice. little bit. And then yeah. every time you drink, you kind of give it a little tug. There you go. Give it a little tug. There you go. Give it a little tug. And then you catch a fish. You reel it in. You reel it in. And you never drink. You never drop your beer. You always got your beer in hand. It's called chill and reel. Reeling them in cool. That is very cool. The only thing I would add to that, those those guys were on Shark Tank? Yeah. Yeah. Did they, uh, uh, did one of the sharks pick it up? They did not get an investment. And that's why I went and bought one. Because I thought these guys were really cool. They're, uh, it's. What's the name of the company? It's called Chill and Reel. That is the name of the company? Chill and Reel. I'm going to put that in the show notes. And honestly, they're these really cool guys who, um, had this idea and decided, you know what, we want to do this and we want to make these in America, you know? So they they have these, they make them. Um, 
Okay, here's the deal. What do they send with that? I'm, 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 because I, I got a suggestion for Chill and Real. Yeah, what's up? It, it's, what's this up? is gonna take their product to the top. Yeah, see what that girl has right there. That's uh -huh. what they need. What you did not get a bobber with that, did you? No. So what I did get is I got, um, I got one, two, three, four, five, six hooks and weights. But no six bobber. hooks and weights. No, see, no they bobber. need to, they need to supply a bobber with every Chill and Real. You know what? You're that, right. That's what sets it off. That is true, or else you don't, you're not going to know if you catch anything. That's right. you got to have a bobber. So that's just a little little advice to them, and that's going to take their company all over the top. I Future think. sponsor, chill and real. That so, is a very cool a very cool device. Yeah, so check it out. Um, you know, it's in the show notes. Check out our future sponsor, the Chill and Real. Um, and honestly, if you're a casual fisherman, um, just pick one up because, you know, it's a really cool. So the insert, the neoprene insert that yeah. they have actually comes out of, yep. so you of can just the use device. That, use that as a little. use that on its own. Cozy. And or then, you can stick it in the chilling reel. So if you had to walk away, let's say for a minute, you could actually leave your line. Leave your line cast out. Cast right. out. You could take your drink with you. Imagine you could, you could take your drink, stick this in a cup holder. Let that keep on fishing for exactly. you. Exactly. Wow. Just That's of, genius, man. Isn't that genius? That is genius. And I figured, you know what? These guys were cool. They're making them in America. And um, I figured, yeah, I got to help these guys out. They didn't get an investment. But I thought to myself, you know what? I would like to invest in them. So, you know, I yes. bought their 11 11 bucks. Wow. Pick one up. They also got, have slim can adapters. Mm. Um, T-shirts, hats. T-shirts. So... Really, yeah. really cool. I would go pick one up. Go ahead and pick one up right now. Um, and it's 20% off right now on their yeah. website, I see. Use that uh, when you go in, just go to the website, and as you're buying, um, just um, mention out loud, no focus radio. Um, just say, we saw you, we yeah. heard about you. Yeah. You're checking out, you're going to say, I saw you on no focus radio, and you're going to get a 20% off coupon right there. Just say nice. it out loud. They're listening, so don't worry about it. Um, just, yeah, the chill and real. Very cool. So, um, thank you very much, chill and real, for your future sponsorships. And we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we we're back. back. We're back. Fresno. We got a lot. We got a lot to talk about in yeah. only 10 minutes. Okay. So, let's quickly, let's pick up. Okay. Tell us about you went on a, an adventure. So last weekend, yeah, was it last weekend or the week? I think it was last weekend. Yeah. So I uh, uh, ran over to uh, uh, Old Town Clovis. We like yeah. to go over there and get some breakfast there. On the Edge, shout out to On the Edge. On the Edge, yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good nice, people. Yeah, good people. they have one of the best uh, breakfast bagels in town. So Do they really? Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, love interesting. It. Yeah, okay. get it. It's awesome. Um, anyway, so... Um, I went, we were, we were, we were driving over there and all of a sudden the streets are blocked off. We're like, uh oh, what's going on in Clovis? And guess what? They were having a car show. Okay. So it was kind of nice. So we got to uh, enjoy a little bit of a car show while we still went and had our breakfast. Like old cars? Yeah. A bunch of old classic cars. Uh, it was put on by the Hot Rod Coalition. I guess oh. they do, uh, these car shows at different times of the year. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of nice. So, uh, I just kind of wanted to mention that. That was kind of a nice little, uh, surprise. So we ran into a car show by accident. The Clovis Old Town Motorama That's what, car sorry, show. That's what it's called. Yeah, Old Town Motorama. I like that. Yeah. Okay, that so, looks nice. So yeah, it's. I don't know. You can go to their website. I think it's a hotrodcoalition.com and check out uh, uh, when they're going to be having the next car show. Right. Um, so yeah, check them out. Hot Rod Coalition.com. Coalition. I don't know how to spell coalition. We'll find. Is it C O A L I T I O N? Um, here it is. It's 
see here. The Hot Rod Coalition. I don't know if they have yeah. an actual. Oh, here it is. I'll yeah. put that in the show notes. Check out the Hot Rod Coalition. So shout out to them. They, they did a great job. I actually ran into a friend of mine out there, and they had their old uh, Ford Bronco that they did a uh, frame-up restoration on. It was beautiful, beautiful. I asked them, how much did you put in this? And they go, you know what? We stopped counting at some point. Oh, really? <laughs> it was a lot of money they put into restoring that Bronco. I think it was a 68. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it was beautiful. But yeah, it was. They had a lot of beautiful cars out there. You know, those guys. I, I had an old Mustang myself. I tried to put together. Um, never quite got it done. I know how much money and time and effort, yeah, blood, sweat, and tears goes into these things. So thank so, you guys for for putting that on and bringing your beautiful cars out, yeah. and trucks, and letting us see. Um, you know, the other thing I had though, you know, is we also ate at uh, uh, Luna's Pizzeria. Oh not, yeah, not the same time, but you know, we always love Luna's. It's always a great go-to, right? Great restaurant. Here's a question I had for you guys. So I'm sitting there, and the guy comes by and he goes, "Hey, you want to want want me to take that for you?" And I go, "Yeah, you know the bill." Yeah, and he go and I pay for it. Now Luna's, are you supposed to walk up and pay for it? I believe so. The front, okay. the front. Because check this out, I got I got the tag back, and I'm looking at, and you know, I, I got the amount, and then all of a sudden I got this checkout fee of a dollar and fourteen cents checkout fee and i'm like wait a minute did they just charge me to take my thing up there and check it out or is that just to use my credit card what have oh. you guys ever had that i've never seen checkout fee but there is a new thing See, in here, california here look look at it right there on the check, receipt it says checkout fee and i was like check what is this fee. i guarantee you that's the new california credit card fee um, are you serious yeah so credit card fee their new um uh credit card so California has a new thing, um, the surcharges. So they increase those to um, everybody. So um, I'll, I'll find this passed on to customers. So California is now has increased their credit card fees. California. So because of that, the processing fees... Um, businesses are now passing it on to, to the, the customer. customer. Well, usually they would just put it in a price, right? You wouldn't see right. it. But a lot of times what they're doing is they're saying, like, if you pay cash, they won't charge you the checkout fee. Okay. Yeah, so that's the trick. So you uh, have to pay cash. Cash. Yeah. Cash or debit, and you won't get that. But it is interesting, though, the checkout fee. Yeah, why would they Why would they put a checkout fee on there? It's, just, it's so interesting. Right. Like you're saying, I, I remember now back in, you know, it's funny how back in, in the, when the economy crashed back in what, 2010, around that area, you know, remember how gas was going up? Right. And people weren't, what people were doing was they were putting a fuel surcharge on things. Right. This is kind of like the same thing, but this is through California though, huh? Yeah. They're raising the price. Yeah. So you yep, guys yep. don't have no idea, huh? So like I go, one of my favorite restaurants here in town, I talk about it a lot, is Figaro's. Yeah. They have a sign now. It just says, if you um, use a credit card, we're charging you 3% above because of the new costs to do business with wow, credit cards in California. Wow, that is disgusting. And they say, if you'd like to save 3%, please pay cash. Um, so, yeah, it's the uh, it's the new credit card processing then, fees that they can just charge to. Uh, and that's consumers. another, speaking of going back to the globalism thing we were talking about earlier, that's another thing. If they get rid of the cash and then they can just charge whatever they want. on your, well, well, and then they get rid credits. of credit cards, and then what do they do? They they invent this government money that we credits. all. Yeah. Government oh, yeah, that's already credits happening. Based um, on your ESG score. Anyway, let's talk about some more food. Okay, yeah. We've got some new sandwich shops in town. This is interesting. So Deli Delicious, I remember a couple years ago, Deli Delicious opened up, right? And then within a couple of years, like 400 Deli Deliciouses. Mm -hmm. There's yeah, everywhere. Yeah. So now a number of former Deli Delicious franchisees have decided, you know what? We want more freedom with our sandwich shops. So they've gone out and opened up their new 
their own sandwich shops. Mm. There's this new one called, there's two of them. I got this from the Fresno Bee here. The Pickled Deli and Coco's Deli. Both of them are former Deli Delicious franchisees. Really? The Pickle Deli is in the former Fullable over on Nice and First. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and they do a lot of interesting things. They do chicken, tri-tip. They marinate them in-house. They get all their bread from the Basque French, uh, the Basque French Bakery in downtown Fresno. Um, but the owner's this pretty young guy. I mean, fairly young. He graduated. He's, uh, he's Don's age. Graduated uh, Buchanan in 99, mm. actually. So you probably went to school with him. Nick Huerta. Oh, I know Nick Huerta, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Well, he owns a great new sandwich shop. We should check it out. We should Maybe. go today and get sandwiches from him. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Maybe we will. That sounds great. Uh, he was a former football player. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah, there he is. There yep. he is, I Nick Huerta. I went to Buchanan with him. Uh, he was good friends with my friend Jason. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he was a really nice guy. And where's so, he at? First and Nice? First and Nice. Um, he named it after uh, a character from Rick and Morty, which is interesting. Either way, um, it sounds really good. He's making his own sandwiches. Mm. Um, he makes everything in-house, uh, fresh bread. Number one seller, the hot pastrami with provolone made with in-house wow. sauerkraut. Sounds great. Local guy. I say check it out. I love local um, I love local sandwich restaurants especially. Yeah. There's another one called Coco's Deli. I find this interesting too. This is a bit far from me, Clinton and Brawley. Um, but it's uh, an old deli delicious but this is what's interesting. It's owned by a um, somebody who is of um, Mediterranean descent. Okay. So they have a little bit of Mediterranean um, flair. Flair here, right? Flavor in their so food. you can get sandwiches with a garlic Mediterranean sauce. Mm. They have baklava on the menu. Wow. They have falafel sandwiches. Mm. Hey, but, but scroll up. Awesome. There have a description of one of their sandwiches. Yeah. Keep. All, it was all the way at the top of the article. Yeah. Uh, you're not at the top of the article. Way up here? <laughs> yeah. There's a picture at the top of the article. Oh, yeah. This is called, it's a new sandwich, and it serves sandwiches like this one. It's the number 10. It's a hot pastrami sandwich with sauerkraut and Thousand Island dressing. Okay, that's not what I... No, that's <sighs> that's the pickle deli. That's the pickle deli. That's from the pickle deli, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought they had a sandwich that described it like it was like the bread was made out of baklava. No, oh, no, they just, they have, just have baklava. They have baklava. Yeah, if you scroll up, it does say baklava, but it, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, but they have like mortadella sandwiches. They got um, fresh onion rings. Mm. So sounds really good. So I would say check out these two local restaurants. Um, once again, the article is in the. Uh, oh, there's a new cup Bethany. of joy opening. Oh yes, um, friend of mo- the show. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, here's another one, uh, the Craft House. So I thought this was a new restaurant. I realized okay. later that I'd eaten there. Okay, but Uh-oh. it is phenomenal. Really, it's in Old Town Clovis. Mm-hmm. Um, Where is that? Uh, what's the street that everyone south uh, south of Fifth or that district there? Pulaski. Where the, is that Pulaski? Yeah, yeah. So a little bit um, south of the south of Fifth District, right. where the uh, uh, Juju's House of Juju's is, and so yeah. forth. It's in there. Um, it's not in that same. You go a little, little bit, bit more, more south, south. yeah, okay. and it's on the um, uh, west side of the street. So it's not off of Clovis Avenue. Directly. It's in no. the old Franco's building. No, no it's not. It's before that. Okay. It's before okay. that. Okay, uh, it used to be um, the Gastro Pub. Oh, yeah. Remember that house? Yep, the, yep, yep. That was like a food truck and that open restaurant. So Disappointing. that Gastropub closed down. Yeah. It's still a food truck, though. Okay. And But this place took its place, uh, and it's called the Craft House. And I would venture to say it's my second favorite restaurant 
in Fresno, only behind Whoa. the limelight. And, really? Uh, yeah, it's good. Wow. I mean, you could get good beer there, of course, um, but all their stuff on their menu is super unique and um, super fresh, like, mm. you know, inventive. Uh, it's everything's like, so I had their Mediterranean tacos and I, I wanted to eat like eight of them. They were so good. Um, they have good appetizers. Their burgers are amazing. Wow. And they all come with like something almost unexpected you know which you can you can obviously substitute out but they're big on like they make their own sauces or just inventive ways of making you know a typical burger for let's say or a type of sandwich or yeah. salads they put, their own, put their own type oh, of flavor this, this on this burger sounds great it's two smashed burger patties double cheese bacon pulled pork bacon bourbon glaze, IPA mustard, and onion rings. Wow. Hello. Yeah. yeah. And so I had, they have like, I don't remember what they called it. It's like a surf and turf salad. It was like 20 bucks, which is kind of expensive for a salad, but it was loaded up with steak and mm. shrimp and chicken, and, and it was so good. It, all the meat was, like, fresh. Split. And, in other words, you're saying it's, it's a huge salad. You probably split it, right? Yeah. Somebody wanted yeah. to go in, they're like, ah, you know, and have to yeah. split, split no, it. No, it's, it's cool. And it's right in, down, in Old Town Clovis, um, you know, well-priced for the amount and the quality of food you get. Um, the owner's a really nice guy. He always comes around and talks to you and makes jokes, you know, and he's just kind of jovial guy. And uh, so uh, I found out about it. And then my wife reminded me, we've eaten there before. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was, long, it was a while ago. Huh. Uh, but good friends of the show, John and Whitney Frank, go there often. And uh, we're like, why did you say that? We've <laughs> It's not a new restaurant. We love that place. And I was like, oh. That's um, funny. But, yeah, I highly recommend it. All right. Well, here's one that I'm going to not recommend. All right. This is uh, another article from the Fresno Bee. Uh, a couple employees shared some videos of the McDonald's and uh -oh. um, Sanger off of Academy. Sanger. Oh, I know that McDonald's. Don't go there. A uh, quote. This I've is eaten from, a, from that McDonald's. Uh -oh. A quote from a Sanger native. It's gross. It's really, really gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's videos of rats running around the floors. Yeah. No. There's like they show two of these. Um, uh, uh, glue traps that you put down for yeah. pests and rodents. And they're loaded. And they're just full of rats. There's literally oh, mice. Is. Look at that. Running. R running, mice around running around as they're, the as they're making food Everywhere. for you. Is that Ratatouille? That's like the Ratatouille <laughs> yeah, ride. Look at this. Cockroaches the on the walls. Uh, cockroaches on the food tables. Um, what is going on there? Look at it. Look at all those cockroaches. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So this was an employee doing secret hidden, yes. secret hidden camera stuff? This oh is why man. it's infested. A bunch of old, look at that. Project a Veritas? bunch of old food. <laughs> old food sitting here just oh rotting. Oh, my gosh. Did oh it get this way because of the pandemic or, or what? I just I know. think, look at that. Just bad management. Look at those and, cockroaches. Oh. Well, look oh, what's on the floor. I mean, just literally oh trash on the guys, floor. If you guys out there want to be grossed out, where's this video from ABC or Fresno? Uh, Fresno, Fresno yeah, you can, you, uh, links in the show notes. Links okay, show okay, notes. yeah, links in the show notes to watch that video we were yeah, just watching. So that gross. is disgusting. So gross. Guys, it's been fun. We're not going to get uh. to this article about Cafe Midi. We'll talk about it another time because I'm yeah. interested in about it. Um, I still have to do my book review. Oh, oh yeah, we're talking show, about next it next show. show. We're starting Where Do We Go From Here? Um, check it out, guys. Uh, the next show, listen in. Also, thank you for listening. It's been yeah. fun. This was kind of a, a heavy uh, episode. Uh, we'll try to do a, a funny episode coming up. Yeah, next episode is going to be funny. We're it'll talking, start out dark, but then talking, it'll become funny. We're talking, we're talking socialism. We're talking um, oh the end gosh. of education. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, funniest show ever. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Five stars is the appropriate 
amount of stars. That's right. Um, and uh, tell your friends. Uh, talk to you guys soon. Till next time.